welcome to the multiverse of entertainment podcast this is the podcast where we dive into the world of entertainment tv and movies and we discuss the good the bad and the damn right ugly my name is james welcome to the show and this week we are talking episode 27 i can't believe it's 27 of these damn episodes but i appreciate you guys coming in today we're talking an absolute banger of a movie today uh we are talking rush hour one of my favorite comedy films of all time that's my phone going off i don't know if you heard that sorry about that um yeah we're talking rush hour today and rush hour is oh i cannot wait to talk about this um i was due to have a guest on this show but due to scheduling difficulties um we weren't able to make anything work so i'm doing this rather solo again today but uh I'm sure the guest I'm supposed to have today is up coming up on another episode, so hopefully, fingers crossed, stars roll, I will get them as well. So you gotta put up with me again for another week. It's fine. I know you're. I know. To be honest, here, I've had a lot of good feedback right now. Um, the views on YouTube are starting to pick up. Uh, I think the highest viewed video of the podcast so far is open all hours. So thank you very much for all of you. I didn't actually think that would be the highest one, but it is one of the highest ones up there so thank you very much for that and uh, i got a lot of positive feedback as well on the romeo and juliet uh episode which i'm very surprised with and it's opened a lot of people's eyes to that film and uh, brought back a lot of nostalgia for everyone who has previously seen it hasn't seen it for a long time and just went do you know what i'm actually gonna watch this today after this podcast Thank you very much for all the feedback as well. I do appreciate it. We're here each and every week. Um, I got a bit of a dilemma. Well, it's not a dilemma, really. Uh, I've got to do two episodes on the bounce. Uh, as I am away uh, from Wednesday, uh, which is coming up. So as you, as you hear this, uh, will be on Monday. Uh, in two days, I will be shipping off to London for the brilliant EGX event, which... Uh, is something that I'm really, really excited about, something I've looked forward to probably for about half a year now since I bought my ticket. Uh, I'm going to be there for the four days. So if you listen to the podcast and you see me walking around, um, feel free to say hello. Uh, we'll be there roaming around. Uh, I know I'm going to be doing a Tekken tournament, uh, so I'm looking forward to doing that. Um, have I practiced Tekken? No, I haven't, but I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to seeing the guys and girls that I met during uh, the uh, EGX Community Night as well. Shout out to all of them. And uh, the organizers as well. Uh, spoke to a couple of the organizers. They uh, are some of the people who work there. They're really, really awesome. Uh, so I'm looking forward to seeing you all there at EGX. Uh, so stay tuned for my social medias for their floor, vo- vlogs and videos as well. So And photos as well, hopefully, fingers crossed. Uh, so without further ado, guys, we're going to talk about this great epic uh rush hour which was released in theater september 19th september 18th sorry 1998 this is 25 years old can you believe it let's go let's get into the episode recording as i'm doing it i'm singing along to the song the song the, the music i'm gonna start off with the music with this uh with this movie 
uh and then we'll talk i'll talk about the rest of it uh the music of this movie okay makes it very very awesome okay you got a bit of rock in there you got a bit of classical in as well you've also got a bit of chinese uh authentic music in there as well uh which kind of balances out and you've also got like uh cool like hip-hop music in there as well so it kind of like um contrast the styles of not only the actors involved in this but like the two different um uh cultural differences of this movie you know and wh whoever come up with like this concept of a film was a fucking genius this movie is fucking outstanding this is this is a movie i could watch over and over again without getting tired of it it's still funny no matter how many times i watched it uh, i haven't watched it for a while i'm after this recording i might actually sit down and watch it um on amazon because uh it's 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 phenomenal it's phenomenally funny it's uh smartly written smartly directed and it came at a time where uh politically wise i don't like to talk about politics but politically wise uh it, it comes right after uh where chinese uh the chinese government take control of not take control but take over um the hong kong peninsula from the british because the british had the uh, province in rule for for many many years and then the chinese through diplomatic channels got it back and it was all peace and everything like that not compared to now obviously but um back then it was like you know everything was like cool everything was really chill um so that this is where this movie really takes off really um as the movie starts out you got that, that little intro you just heard uh in between at the start and the interlude of this podcast uh is literally at the start of the film and you see it at hong kong it's at night beautiful sky lit uh, skylights are lit um and you come across uh, uh a shipyard you know they use shipyard you think oh shipyard nothing's going dodgy here but then you see um uh you see one of the bad guys there oh, i can't remember his name um sang i think is i think his name is sang yeah sang um Sa yeah sang sang uh, sang is like one of the one of the bad guys um he he's you know he's like overlooking like the shipment moving in and out and then all of a sudden like s some of these henchmen are being like taken up by like this cop and whatnot and <laughs> and uh it just flicks in and out between like sang and uh jackie chan who we'll, who we'll find out today is uh jackie chan tries to um whose, whose character's name is lee uh lee comes out of one of the portals stops and sang threat you know tells him to shoot me it, they all speak in japanese uh, in chinese excuse me uh you got so you know you got your subtitles and everything like that, but you don't really you don't really need it you kind of tell by the body language what they're trying to say Sang's trying to go uh, Lee to uh, shoot him, but then he pushes a henchman out of the way, and then it starts amazing. It kicks right off then, straight into the action sequences where, ja you know, Jackie Chan 
he does all his all his stunts um you know he he was you know i think we all know he was like bruce lee stunt man back in the day and then he became the he, he was supposed to become the new bruce lee but then he went into comedy and then became you know the comedy uh actor that we all love and grew up with with his martial arts he's done everything you know himself um all the stunts and whatnot and by the end he doesn't get sang and sang escapes and it's a whole stinger operation which uh lee is trying to uphold stop uh the uh the main bad guy of this uh jun tao to stop his uh operation there which he does successfully does successfully um and then we cut to another scene with uh when you see council han and uh his british counterpart uh thomas who uh, uh thomas griffin who's the british uh commission uh british police commander there uh they're in having a nice dinner is being very friendly and you know it's like the final transition period to for hong kong to be back with china and the british uh will up and leave you know jackie chan um lee comes in and interrupts council han to let them know that the jintao operation is done everyone's applauding he bows and then walks out and this is where the um the break in the story comes into it where you know you see council han's daughter uh su young come out of nowhere punch him in the gut uh because she's sad because uh lee's not coming with them to the uh to the united states because they're up and leaving to go to uh los angeles where consul han has been appointed as part of the chinese delegates uh in uh, to the chinese em- embassy there in uh, los angeles and you know su young's very sad su young's like you know i don't want to go but then jack uh lee's like no don't worry it'll be fun you make lots of friends you'll enjoy it there uh, gives her a necklace she's thankful hugs and then makes her <laughs> and then you know the the funny thing about it that Jackie, Jackie Chan is like uh Jackie Chan's like you know I'm pretty sure the Americans will, I think he says like the Americans will be fun you won't get any problem whatsoever and then immediately you jump into where we meet Chris Tucker's uh character <laughs> uh James Carter and he's barreling down the, the streets of Los Angeles trying to um Obviously, we don't know his name is Carter yet, obviously. Um, but he's, like, barreling down, speeding, shouting at every motorist he's coming across, even though he's be- driving like a dick. Uh, and then he comes up to this diner, and he's, like, comes up to this uh, arms dealer called Clive, and he comes to this, like, silly little um, thing where he's, like, oh, have you got a shipment for me? He opens the thing up, and he's, like, oh, that's nice. That's pretty. That's beautiful. What is it? <laughs> And then you got C4. It's like, oh, is that C4? In his little Chris Tucker voice, is like, oh, shit. And he's like, what's the matter? And, ah, he's talking about it. But as this is going on, uh, two police officers come up, or uh, literally park up, because it's their break and stuff like that. And Chris Tucker is like, they're like, what's going on here? Chris Tucker turns around and like, hey, hey, officers. He's trying to calm the situation down, and he's trying to tell, tell the officers to, like, you know it, nothing's going on here clive clive comes around then uses him as a human shield and you know they start in this little altercation on the streets um and 
you know, Carter's trying to calm the situation down, knocks um, uh, Clive down on his ass, and he's trying to explain the officer, everything's cool, officers trying to get her out. The police officers are confused, and uh, they don't know what to do. Chris Tucker's trying to get her out of the way, and you realize, oh, wait, Chris Tucker's actually planned plan this from the start, that he's a cop and whatnot. But then the police officer gets shot, and <laughs> it starts this little cheer of heads where uh, Carter's trying to shoot shoot the car and tells the police a little snarky comment. Did I tell you to get back in the car? Which is fucking golden. And then Clive's trying to get away. And Carter's like shooting him down. Clive's like, I've got C4 in the truck. Fire keeps firing, hits the tire, hits the back windows. Clive rolls out of the car. And then Chris, Chris, this is the fucking, this is probably one of my favorite scenes and i laugh about her all the time um carter shoots the car and the car explodes into like a big ball of fire and then all of a sudden chris tucker starts doing the michael jackson dancing bobbing his head and he reveals himself he's lapd he's under arrest ah oh, it's 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 one of my favorite scenes ever man stop it i got c4 in the truck Oh, <laughs> uh, it's one of my favorite scenes ever. It's just the dad that comes for me. And then it comes across to like the next day or a few weeks. I don't know what the timeline is on it, but like a few say a few weeks later, um we're at Council Hans uh complex. You know, he's you know, he's about to start his day, he's gonna take his daughter to school, but then he gets a phone call and the daughter's like you know i can't come with he's like i can't take you to school but i will pick you up and this little like father daughter really nice scene and she goes off and he's like he goes to answer the phone no one's on the phone he's like hmm that's weird and then you get the sequence where uh su young is um singing along in the car you know to uh mariah carey which is hilariously done i think she recently the actress who plays su young you know she's a lot older now and uh she did it she was i came across her on tiktok a few weeks ago and she had um recreated that scene on tiktok and it was actually really really well done so commended to her um and then um you know she's they're being trafficked along and the police officer takes them a uh, different direction not know when you know nobody knows and all of a sudden a police car just comes up out of nowhere police officer comes out rolls the window down and the, the driver's asking you know is that a problem officer and the officer goes no problem just rush hour and you realize it's sung and then he fires the bodyguard so young screaming you know it's a, a kidnapping of a kid you know this this movie suddenly becomes like oh shit this is actually getting dark now and they get into it. Su Young runs away. He, she, well, she slaps him with a, with her necklace. She runs away, and then she's trying to run down the street. 
uh and the motorcycle just grabs her put her in a classic kidnapping with kid, kids uh grab the kid put her in a white van and uh off they go so while she's doing this council han is down at one of the exhibit areas where they're going to display ancient chinese uh artifacts as in a like a gala and then you got uh uh the fbi agents coming in and telling uh council han and his daughter's been um kidnapped and we're trying everything to sort it out and the uh, uh the fbi agents aren't happy that uh council han has asked one of his uh one of his guys to come over to help with the investigation so they ask somebody from lapd to come in while they do while they do that you go you go to the lapd and chris tucker is like you know bigging himself up about how this bus nearly went was re going really well until two stupid cops came in and nearly wrecked the damn thing and whatnot trying to big himself up and his uh and his partner was like <laughs> pissed that she didn't get in and then she's winding him up saying you're gonna get suspended and then he has to go to the captains it's like explain himself the captain's on the phone with the fbi he's like i don't know who wants this assignment this is like bollocks and whatnot and then Lee, um, sorry, uh, Carter comes in and he goes, changes his tone, so I know exactly who I'm sending you. <laughs> so the captain is like having a go at him and says he's done a hell of a job, reel him in, and then tells him that the FBI want him on a special assignment. It's called G14 class. Well, he doesn't know it, but the um, the FBI agent says G14 classified. It's like, all oh, right, okay. And they t <laughs> the captain's like, you're going off, you're going to the big time. Carter's really, really happy. Drives in on his, like, fancy sports car. Suited, suited, up, suited and booted, ready to go. I need one of those earpieces. And the FBI agents tell him, yeah, you're actually babysitting this guy called Lee, who's coming from China and uh, from Hong Kong. And, <laughs> and then Carter's like, this is bullshit. Like, I can't be doing this. Uh, the the scene, and then it, and then we start then seeing this relationship between Lee and Carter start to develop when they arrive, because because uh, <laughs> Lee doesn't speak doesn't speak at all through like the first bit of this meeting. Carter just assumes he doesn't speak English and does everything, tries to explore, and uh, Lee's just going with it. Lee's just like, yeah, okay, whatever. And they end up at like china coming from the airport to chinatown uh carter leaves him at looking at john wayne's star and then not john wayne's star john wayne's like hand and footprints outside the chinese theater while carter <laughs> while carter goes to uh speak to like one of his informants uh lee just disappears carter's like where's lee and why not you know he's on the tour bus waving so Carter's like racing, climbs up on the bus, gun, guns up, go in, and then as he's doing this, trying to grill um, Lee, trying to grill Lee, uh, the, 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 I think it's the Japanese tourists, uh, start taking photos and he starts posing with his gun and his badge and everything. Like it's quite funny. And, <laughs> and then Lee's just like jumping off sides, jumping through RVs and into a taxi just you know trying to escape <laughs> and then what is it carter nicks a fucking motorcycle and starts barreling down takes comes across the uh 
the taxi that Jackie Chan gets in, you know, he pulls him out and whatnot. And then you start to see uh, the Jack Jackie Chan doing his like uh, moves, like switching the gun over, and then Lee do it, Carter doing the same thing with his other pistol. And then the taxi driver just comes out so pissed, holds his weapon, and tells the both to like stand freeze hands up drop your weapons they both drop their weapons in time and carter's going oh no fbi and then Jack, uh, lee just then speaks as like, i am policeman uh, i'm just showing how to take a gun for a suspect and there's a gong and they start arguing oh, it's brilliant. the relationship between uh carter and lee is just absolutely amazing and they go on this like little adventure lee's lee's wanting to go to the council to see him to find actually find the girl and carter's just like going like to these different places just wasting valuable time um and <laughs> you you get to see like you know there's a lot of fun scenes here the bar scene fight which is actually quite funny because it's not lee's fault because carter's like um you know just do what i do follow my lead do what i do and he does that and then jackie Ch uh, lee kind of like comedically does what carter does and you know and you know i'm not gonna say the line because there's a, the n-words in it you know it's like what's up you know and uh <laughs> the bartender takes offense to it and he says it again and then it's just this big brawl which is really really funny and entertaining as well um what else does it yeah it goes from there then and it just goes to um oh fuck where does it go I think it goes from the bar fight then to where the oh yeah they go from there then and you know <laughs> lee's like you wasted my time and whatnot and Carter's like look i'm sorry for wasting your time we cool shakes hands and then <laughs> and then hooks his uh handcuffs lee's arm to the um to the steering wheel and, <laughs> and no, Carter's like, you ain't the one, you ain't the one that's got quick hands in you. And it just goes in, comes out like 30, 15 minutes later with like a, bur a burrito and a drink. And then he realizes, oh, Lee's gone and the steering wheel's gone as well. And then, you know, Lee, Lee turns up then at the council of Han's chamber, uh, chamber, uh, property. And he's like, I'm here to see the, I'm here to talk about the girl. And the FBI just freak out. And like, I've been invited. He's got the steering wheel. <laughs> Uses it as a weapon. Does this amazing action scene. But he climbs the walls. Um, he beat, you know, climbs on the roof of the building. Beats up like the FBI agents. And real and Castle Han realizes, oh wait, it's Lee. And tries to call everyone down. And then Carter comes back at night. With a tow truck with his car on the back of it. He's arguing with everyone else. He explains to Council Han what's going on, and then it all starts getting a little bit serious. Thing. Like the kidnappers ring in, let them know their location, where to pick up the girl, how much they want. Uh, and then after that, you know, they do that, they get to the scene, and then they realize, oh, wait a minute, no one's in there. There's a phone there, the phone goes off, big explosion, and it starts this like chain of events where lee sees sang down an alleyway and he chases them and it's just this serious it's a serious like foot chase but it's also funny as well because because the the guys are like 
really going for it and Carter's like out of breath a little bit out of shape and not as quick as everyone else and he's like how do i get up there do this do that um oh it's it, it it's it's such a great scene um another great scene is when after this they go to the uh they go to the prison where he sees clive again and clive carter's like you know what's this do you know what this is and clive's like i'm not doing anything i want to put my hands in it i don't want to be incriminated or wanna and it's like fair enough you know you can understand that but then jack uh, lee is like no look at the little girl this is all about this little girl i don't give a i don't give a damn about anybody else but this little girl and then clive breaks and he's like all right there's a guy called jin tao i've never seen him jack, um lee is like where can i find him Futao restaurant chinatown and he's like oh <laughs> and it gets that serious and like <laughs> comedic time with um carter it's like oh thank you man we'll be but when i come back to the next visit i'll bring you fat ass some cookies all right <laughs> and he goes into this like just this serious bit to the comedic bit it's just just hilarious absolutely hilarious um but before this i th oh, i missed a scene there's a scene before this where um uh carter's partner um johnson is like trying to defuse a bomb and you know she's in a valuable pressure can't decide what uh <laughs> what wire what uh wire to go for and then carter's just standing there ellis quiet and just bangs on the window going johnson and she shits herself and the thing explodes fails test <laughs> i love that scene i do I, it, it, there's a lot of comedic scenes in here but it's also it's a mix this is how smartly written this movie is there's a lot of serious moments but there's also a lot of comedic moments as well as balance each other out the really good comedic time in um let me take a quick drink here and there's a lot to talk about this film i'd be surprised no. oh lovely lovely um <laughs> that's, that's that seems fucking brilliant um then they turn they go to the futon restaurant but instead of going in they're like let's take the place out a bit this is where the famous famous scene is where the uh carter puts on the war song and jackie's like singing it and <laughs> singing it really badly but Carter's like, no, this is how you sing it properly. And he starts dancing. And they both start dancing. And then you start seeing the friendship starting to develop then. Where uh, Carter's showing him some stuff. And then Lee's showing Carter some stuff as well. And it, it, it's, it's all funny. It's all funny. And you see the thing going. Then it starts getting serious again. Where Carter goes in into the restaurant saying, I want to speak to Jintao. He's expecting me. I'm his lawyer. Comes in in and then you know lee comes in a little bit later sits there and realizes one of the uh waitresses is wearing su young's necklace that he gave her so then it's like a massive indicator that she is here so i'm sorry i just hit my mic and then as as uh carter goes up the stairs lee follows not too long behind uh, grabs a um grabs a waiter i don't know if he knocks the waiter out or anything like that it probably does but then takes the waiter's like garb and uh the plate of food that he's expecting to put in um meanwhile while he's doing this uh carter's in the room 
you know talking to everybody it's like who's that he doesn't realize this he knows who's in there but then he's like um you know Jintao's supposed to be here i'm supposed to be his lawyer um and then all of a sudden he gets kicked in the pushed and then kicked in the gut and it's like that's uncalled for and he's like all right you want to fight one probably one of the best lines you know and they fight me like a man shit you know he starts getting ready to take on sang and then all of a sudden this kick comes out of nowhere this could be dick like roundhouse kick to the face and he's like which one of y'all kicked me <laughs> biggest the biggest chinese guy there is like me and tuck uh, you know cart eyes him down it's like oh ready to go okay right as he's ready to go he like starts pummeling everybody else and he gets just he just gets overwhelmed and whatnot and uh <laughs> uh Sung realizes he's fbi and whatnot um he's fbi and you know well not fbi well he is fbi he doesn't know he's like la police and does the little thing like throws in the handkerchief and it's like you know you better wipe yourself off you're bleeding and then they all <laughs> Sung just gives him like a little you know slash of the throat sign and he goes oh hell no jackie uh lee comes walking in does like tries the uh uh do you know the flip of the id he tries that fails miserably and there's just all hell breaks loose starts fighting everywhere amazing action scene again really really good um and this is the point then we where we where we find out that um by the way i am spoiling major stuff for this movie i should have said this at the start but uh major spoilers on this and this is 25 years ago if you haven't seen it like within the 20 last 25 years what are you doing go and watch it stop this podcast right now and listen to it and go and watch it you know it's everywhere um and uh you realize like oh wait there's another guy there but holy shit it's uh spoiler in three two one you realize thomas is the uh bad guy <laughs> and obviously everyone else doesn't know it but as you as the audience you're like holy shit the guy behind it all the time is actually thomas um so they're they've all gone and they've all gone by now taking the girl with them and uh you know they it's this like epic scene and then they blow the restaurant up by accident as well which is quite funny uh the fbi are on their way with the ransom arrive at the scene and then they realize oh wait carter and lee are here and they've spoiled the whole thing and obviously council hands disappointed the fbi is fuming and during this uh like solemn scene uh the kidnappers call in talk say like the price of the ransom is now increased uh council han hears the crying voice of su young which is quite heart-wrenching especially the point where he just like the song just abruptly terminates the phone call and the dying like so young like scream from a father for a daughter which is really really heart-wrenching really really heart heart-wrenching because she this happens around the world all the time you know she's a she's a little girl it's just innocent little girl so just being caught up in like this crazy ride and you know council han is very upset um lee is very upset as well he feels like he's uh disgraced himself dishonored himself he's been shipped back to um 
China, uh, not China, uh, Hong Kong, and um, you know Tucker's going back to his thing, but Tuck, not Tucker Carter's like on his way back to uh, the department, but then Carter's like, no, I I want to help this. So he calls up Johnson, tries to see what she can dig up. Very comedically, you know, it's a serious thing, and he does something. I can't remember what he does. He says something. Oh, I know what he says. She, <laughs> she's like, you know, yeah, I'll help out. Please be very. He's being very sincere, and then just comedically, she goes, um, Tucker, um, Carter just goes, one thing. What kind of under color underwear you're wearing? And then she puts Johnson puts the phone down, and he's like. Okay, and <laughs> it walks off. You know, it's comedic in a comedic scene. Um, obviously, uh, Lee's back on the plane. Two FBI agents make sure he's on the plane. As the as the camera pans, you see uh, Carter is impersonating a uh, airport worker. She te- he tells a flight attendant that there's something wrong with his plane to buy a bit of time. Tries to convince. Uh, lead come back which they do and they eventually do everything's really good and it gets to the it gets to the uh penultimate side of this movie where the los angeles convention center is all dolled up ready to go with chinese artifacts massive party everyone's ready to go fbi agents are ready all point all corners of the area some fbi agents are upstairs getting the ransom money ready and you know council han is like getting ready thomas is there as well but council han doesn't know thomas is like the guy the guy behind it all and then you know jack tucker um carter lee and johnson both all three arrive at the party you know council han is trying to talk about his speech but he can't get through it because as soon as he, as soon as he says the line of now we pass it on to our children he absolutely breaks down then he sits down thomas then um Th- thomas griffin then uh decides to carry on where he started and um carter realizes i've seen him at the chinese restaurant oh, let's let's make a distraction here so he does make the distraction and um you know he makes a big scene saying there's something wrong and then tells everyone please do not panic <laughs> it's just a moment of silence and all of a sudden he goes it starts freaking out and everybody's starting running obviously thomas is not is very upset by this um he goes over to the bar where uh sang is serving drinks and then he grabs sang passes him a death knitter uh lee sees it and he realizes that's jintao and says jintao jintao and thomas then is like you know c4 you know, your daughter's out back in a van with C4 strapped around the chest. Everyone's in shock and awe because they didn't expect it. Obviously, it's the audience. We knew it was him. Um, but, you know, there's shock and awe about what's uh, been happening and whatnot. And, um, yeah, and <laughs> they're all trying to do this. Thomas is trying to explain himself. Uh, Carter then sneaks away without any bit of luck in basically takes the guy of the van out and whatnot and then he finds Sue young you know lets her know like you know uh we you know i'm detective carter from lapd um first thing i do take his vest off she's like no 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 don't take it off because i feel if you do it'll explode and then carter's like all right the best thing we better keep this on then 
and he's trying to figure out what to do and as this is going on as this is going on uh you know thomas finishes talking uh somebody says something oh no he he carries on finishing and then the van just comes barreling through <laughs> barreling through uh lee's got uh sang's weapon in the air this spot spinning around as he's firing away everyone ducks for cover lee ducks for cover then all of a sudden as as song is like reloading his weapon you hear carter in the background he's like gentile gentile you got something you wanted something you want comes up with a girl and immediately come on push the button and you know thomas is like wants to do it but he knows he just doesn't want to kill uh, for some reason he you know he doesn't want to kill the kid because like kind of shows what a sniveling coward he is and as he says deal with this please uh i can't remember who does it is it john no lee grabs su young to the back of the van tucker um carter jumps out of the way and then it's just this massive gunfight then as everyone's everyone's going on um johnson manages to get the vet manages to defuse the vest uh, up to a point um so you could take the jet so the vest could come off but the detonator could still set her off so <laughs> uh lee's then chase it grab got the vest and then like goes through these like action scenes and tries to chase thomas all the way up to the roof where a, a helicopter is waiting for him with his money and you know while he's doing that lee um carter is like chasing sang upstairs kills they both get into an exchange where carter kills him and ironically gives him a handkerchief saying better wipe yourself off man you're dead and it's great 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 fucking scene that was and then uh the, the i'm scared i'm really scared of heights and the, the the scene where thomas fell falls off the top with the bomb in hand lands in the pool it's like ooh dead and then cart <laughs> lee is like hanging on for dear life and carter's like you know we'll go get her it's it just messing around with him which is actually quite funny and obviously carter's just looking around finds like one of the big top things and then pulls it across as lee's falling off and he's trying to run trying to get 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 manages to get him lands it perfectly then carter's like oh shit realizes he's coming towards him and he gets knocked in the nuts it's actually quite funny brilliant scene absolutely fantastic everybody goes home happy and towards the end towards the end um uh the fbi offer carter a badge at the fbi and carter's like take that badge shove it up your ass um lapd then walks away <laughs> then walks away in his swagger and he just sits down he realizes he's on first class with um with lee and he's going to hong kong he's never been to hong kong and it's like 15 hour flight um he doesn't realize and surprises jackie uh surprises lee there with his chinese where he's like speaks chinese to the girl uh to the flight attendant after asking after she offers peanuts and he was like oh, i didn't know you spoke chinese he's like uh what does he say he says uh i didn't say i did i didn't say i didn't you assumed i didn't uh which they said at the start of the film reverse so it's, it's really it's really funny and then 
uh, Lee puts his headphones on and re- starts singing war. And <laughs> Carter flips out. It's like, no, I don't want to move seats. I don't want to sit in real. Listen, <laughs> it cuts off there with a big Russia was sign, which is fantastic. Um, let me take a sip of water. Yeah, it goes off to that big sign that big red sign and then uh you get the blooper reel every um rush hour film has a blooper reel the blooper reel is just hilarious it also adds that little dimension of that movie where they're doing all these sequences but they're also messing up as well really comedically as well um that lasts for about three or four minutes and it's just it's just hilarious what they're trying to get through what they're trying to say or trying to get through the dialect um it, it, this film is 100% worth the watch and it's 100% worth the um worth the trouble of go, going out of your way to check out um i remember when i first watched this film i was 8 years old when this movie came out it was a sat i remember vividly it was a saturday night um my dad had brought a china my mum my and dad had brought uh indian in and we all were having an indian and my dad was like oh we got a, there's a new movie we're gonna watch tonight and uh, it's called rush hour and it's like what is it and, and my dad's like i don't know uh but from what i see it's actually pretty funny and this is like before the time of like um you know social media and whatnot you had to see what was on the tv you threw the tv guide or like the or the guide that was on the tv and we sat there i remember sitting there watching being enthralled by this movie because and i remember laughing so hard as a kid bursting into tears belly was aching the tears streaming down my face it it, it was one of those like it's not a family film i don't i wouldn't consider well i wouldn't consider a family film but uh actually you could watch it with the family i guess you know i i mean i did when i was growing up so i would say yeah you could watch it with the family but be prepared for like a few swear words here and there um but mate that dude that this film was what this film this film was amazing uh 98 minute runtime of the film uh made from the u.s obviously it's the language is english but you've got japanese in there uh, you've got chinese in there as well um the budget for this film was three 33 it was 33 but uh was between 33 and 35 million dollars this budget of this film was in the box office it smashed that it smashed it uh, at two two uh, two hundred forty four point four million dollars in the box office, which for a comedic film at that time was huge. All right, obviously previously before you had like for example Ace Ventura and Ace Ventura Pet Detective, The Water Boy, Little Nicky as well, uh, Happy Gilmore, ha- Billy Madison, but comp- those were pure co- comedy films. This one was like an a-, a comedy action film and and a bit of martial arts in there as well this movie is absolutely um fantastic really really good and uh, i think i think this movie was pro- this movie was one of the highest grossing films of 1998 and you had like 
um you had obviously like uh Jurassic Park, uh, the Lost World Jurassic Park out there as well. Um yeah, th- this this movie uh, is awesome. It's got action, comedy obviously, um some serious moments, some uh, awful moments as well, some dire moments as well. So this is like a proper like roller coaster film and the cast in it is it is amazing as well everyone had really really good chemistry in this film um the music i know i said the music at the start was amazing as well and uh this was distributed by uh new new line cinema who had uh who's got a, a ton of array of awesome movies behind their belts and yeah th- this movie is <sighs> Without a doubt, this movie, for me, this movie is uh, a 10 out of 10. Uh, highly recommend 10 out of 10 uh, to watch this. Uh, guys, it's the fastest hand... The, 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 the thing of this movie as well makes you laugh. Rush Hour. It's the movie that has the fastest hands from the East versus the biggest mouth in the West, which is great. Absolutely fantastic. So if you haven't checked it out yet, go watch Rush Hour. Check it out right now um it's everywhere find it uh jackie chan chris tucker amazing check it out highly recommend it all right right we'll get to the outro now and then we'll get out of here Thank you very much for listening to episode 27 of the Multiverse of Entertainment podcast. This was Rush Hour. Hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Thank you very much each and every week for tuning in. Greatly appreciate it wherever you're going, wherever you're doing. I do appreciate that. Don't forget, don't miss anything updating with us on social media. Go follow us on Instagram at the at Multiverse of Entertainment pod. On Instagram, you can also follow me. My personal account, it's that nerd James on Instagram. You can follow the podcast and myself on TikTok. You follow the podcast at Mo Podcast and follow myself at It's That Nerd James as well. You can also catch me on Twitch as well. You can catch me on Twitch every couple of days or so. Uh, I will be there uh, streaming. Uh, playing video games or whatnot talking whatever nonsense there is you can also catch us on youtube as well it's that nerd james on youtube you can catch this podcast on that channel as well all 26 episodes as you listen to this now all 27 episodes uh, are on there go check it out right now you can also catch us on audio form as well on spotify apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, amazon music as well and much more all the links are below go and check us out everywhere please we do appreciate it give us a review so far on the review on spotify we're about 3.3 stars uh, i don't know if that's good i'm not too sure how to check that out but i will find out how to check that out but apparently it's good and uh keep liking the videos the video versions as well on youtube the likes will help with the algorithm to get us out there the views are coming guys so do appreciate that and there's 96 percent of you that aren't subscribed to the channel has been checking out the youtube channel go check go and subscribe i'm watching you go and do it now 
thank you very much guys appreciate it next week um like i said at the start of the show next week's episode is going to be pre-recorded uh but episode 28 a uh, bit of a change we're back to tv show uh i was going to be doing something else um but i decided to call it audible and change it up a bit um because i had all my episodes uh set in set of what i was doing but obviously not set in stone so i could change it about a bit but next week uh we are talking of a little game show called strike it lucky some of you were like oh i remember that some of you, if you don't tune in next week uh i'd be watching it it's, be re it's a really really good um a game show from the early nine from the 90s to early 2000s when it went off air come and check us out right there episode 28 next week so we do appreciate that so we'll rock out to the main to the outro song that we love so much we'll catch you next week have a good one guys have fun and i'll see you all at egx as well if you're there say goodbye hello whatever see you <laughs>